Welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm worried. This is our podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in the future Forbes 30 Under 30. Colin, tell me why I'm worried. You're worried because I told you right before we started that I thought you would enjoy this one, that this one was a little gamey. Here's the deal. So real quick, let's do kind of a real quick recap on just a couple little things here. Sure. Actually, you know what, before we do that, let's, I know that we keep saying we'll keep these parts short, but because I'm in such a good mood, Alex, why don't you just tell me a little bit about your week? Tell me what's going on in your life. So recently I've been doing a little more work um, at the university that I work at because it is around the middle of the semester, almost around towards the end. There have been a ton of events, so there's been a lot of work, which has been nice. I've also gotten back into doing more composing and stuff. So one thing that I've been working on or actually getting back into is transcribing the music from the game uh, Nuclear Throne. So as a way to kind of build a portfolio, one thing that I want to do is kind of rebuild the music of different games and see how they fit within like the soundtracks themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And doing the same thing with like taking the ambiance, making ambiance for it, and then modding it into the game. And then just having that as a way to show, hey, so I can do this too. That is pretty cool. Yeah, how about um, you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I actually, as you said all of that, I came to the realization that I forgot to email someone about a gig oh. yesterday. Uh, so I may have just missed something important. So now, all of a sudden, I'm also in worry mode, but that'll be something for after the podcast episode, Colin. Um, during this last week, I did more job searching stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually started to look for work outside of this state. Um, mm-hmm. I've spent a number of months at this point working towards, uh, you know, working on, on, on a job here, and I've applied to well over 200 jobs at this point. Yeah. Uh, which means that there have been opportunities, uh, just somehow either they close up or what have you. Like, I mean, there's been a lot of positions that they've just sort of decided to fill internally kind of thing. And it's kind yeah. of a bummer. But, you know, I, I think that it's time to start expanding my, my, uh, my diameter, my, my outreach, my umbrella, whatever you want to call it. Certainly. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I would rather just find a good job and feel successful and feel like I'm moving forward rather than stay stagnant and uh, have nothing to do. Yeah, um, I get that. Or nothing to do like outside of like this work. Yeah. Uh, because all of this stuff doesn't keep me busy enough. Yeah. Um, so real quick, before we hop in to the next thing, I do also want to mention that um, we have been working on getting a couple guests uh, onto the show. Mm-hmm. Something that I think is great is is that you and I are both fans of uh, the McElroy family uh, products, right? Mm-hmm. So, as we know, and maybe the listener knows, maybe they don't, um, but every year they name a year. They give a year sort of like a nickname and a theme. Uh, this year is 2018, right? So, the nickname for it was 20 collaborating. Yeah. Stronger together. We are also part of the Mimbim Bambino Podcasters Facebook group, and something that happened uh, just a few days ago that has actually been really exciting has been this little Facebook post that's been going around all about guesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people have filled out their name, how they want to be like addressed on a show, uh, what their pronouns are, what they're experts in, and uh, what shows they are on, and then whether they are looking to and or looking for guests, right? Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I think it's been really, really great. There's been a lot of huge public outpouring on on responses to things. We're seeing a lot more collaborations than we've seen um, pretty much since the beginning of the Facebook group getting started, which is fantastic. That Facebook group actually just hit its one-year anniversary a couple days before our one-year anniversary. That's right. Which is kind of all exciting. Like, this is all sort of kind of coming full circle. But, you know, we've seen podcast networks like ourselves um, and a few others kind of grow out of this Facebook group. We've seen people meet and then start new shows together, people that they you know, don't live anywhere near. I mean, once again, just like us, right? Myth takes um, would not have happened had we not all met in that Facebook group. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool thing. And so now we have a few people that are actually uh, going to be dropping by this show. Ooh. Uh, and so that'll be happening probably not on the next episode, I don't think, but like I think on the episode after that and forward for a little bit, we'll be having we'll be having some kind of cool little guest spots happening. So uh, I think I thought that was a, a cool thing and uh, something worthy to mention, uh, just because you might see a whole bunch of uh, of interviews and uh, some presentations from guests. So I think that'll yep. be a fun thing to sort of end our year, or if you want to look at it in a different way, a cool thing to start our second season with. Yeah. Question. Yes. What would be your um, title for 2019? Since you had mentioned it. Um. We might be stealing some IP here, but, you know, you mentioned it, so I kind of want to pursue this further. This is going to be a tough one. I, I think that I think that I could go in a couple different ways. For a sort of serious one, right, uh, you could do sort of a 20 mind teen, um, which is sort of like just taking a moment to actually be selfish for once. Yes. And to do a lot of self-care and to do a lot of things of like, what is best for you? alternatively, you could call it like 20 line team, draw a line in the sand Yeah, of saying like, no, I know what I'm worth. I'm going to stand up for, for these things. Mm -hmm. Ooh, here's another one. Uh, here's another fun, but like kind of serious one. I think we should all really consider getting into cooking more. Yeah. And uh, not that I want to kill the restaurant industry, but I think that we should all learn to cook for ourselves because that's something that I've done a lot, yeah. uh, really in the year 2018, and it's made me a lot better. So 20 dine team would also be great. I think that people would, I think if you learn to like cook more meals and have more friends over for cooked meals and stuff like that, I think that'd be quite lovely. Yes. Now I have, my funny answer, uh, if let me just yes. give a funny answer real quick. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would say 20 crime teen. And now this is the year where you try to get away with as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. I could actually see that as actually, I mean, it's topical actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're doing both the, um, uh, Serious and the uh, not-so-serious answers. I think, actually, uh, one I would go with for the serious answer is um, 20 beeline teen. Mm. Go straight for what you're going for. Oh, that's good. And the, actually, this is my new favorite word for the funny answer, um, 20 monkey shine teen. Do you know what monkey shine means? What is monkey shine? It is a friv frivolous or mischievous prank, or also known as monkey business. Ah, interesting. So ours are, our, our, our funny ones are definitely very linked. That, that's, yeah. that's fun. I mean, though, yours is a little bit more innocent and like a little bit more just like, hey, let's play some pranks. Mine's like, hey, how many of those bags of M&Ms can you grab on your way out? It, it, you can see that as a prank, you know? You <laughs> as long didn't as you gave them back. Yeah. yeah, you didn't expect to get away with it. You just wanted to see how far you could get, right? Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into the thick of things. Uh, I think we've gone on and 
pawed on long enough. Yeah. So let's get into... Sorry, Holly. Yeah, sorry, Holly, <laughs> friend of the show, Holly Jeffield Flanagan. Um, so let's, let's talk about uh, something fun. Okay, Alex, here is something that I think is important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see so many people, whether it's podcasts or videos online, right? People are watching people like Casey Neistat. Um, they're going out there and listening to uh, the podcast version of like the Gary Vaynerchuk stuff, right? You know, people are looking for inspirational things. Yeah. I can't think of anything more inspirational than like a TED talk, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's take a brief moment here to 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 consider if you we'll, we'll, I'm gonna have two different questions here for you. We'll kind of go down two different lines of questioning. The yeah. first one is, if you were to have to go on and do a TED Talk tomorrow, right, um, like you have less than 24 hours at this point, mm-hmm. what would your TED Talk be on? Like something that you're obviously like, that you're so knowledgeable in that you're like, oh, I could easily talk about blank for X amount of time. Improper microphone technique. Okay. So you could fill a whole, like, let's just say 30 minutes on improper microphone technique? Um, actually, now that you think about it, not, now that I think about it, not you think about it, probably not. That, so mm-hmm. part of the why reason... Why, why, actually, you yeah. know what, let, let's make it just to, just for, the, for argument's sake. Let's just yes. cut it to a solid 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. What could you talk, talk about for 20 minutes straight? What could I talk about for 20 minutes straight? It has to be something music-related. Probably, um, now can it be very niche or can it be? Yeah. I mean, it could be, it could be about whatever. Like, you know, I'm assuming that if you have a, like a official Ted talk, right. That that means that there's people who are clearly already following you enough that they're like, oh, he's going to talk about X or Y or Z. Right. And I'm really excited to hear what he has yeah. to say about these things. Okay. Um, designing interactive audiovisual systems. Okay. All right. And then, I, okay, so then if you did that, yeah. right, what would your setup be? And could you give me just within like a two minute period, could you talk about essentially what the structure of the TED Talk would be? Okay, so what, so you, you mean what I would have with me on stage to demonstrate this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would probably have some kind of sound source, right? So some kind of way to make sounds, probably some kind of like improv setup so I can make noise as I talk and demonstrate how everything relates. Mm-hmm. I'd probably have some kind of control source for the visual aspect itself, so some kind of MIDI controller where I could turn knobs and stuff and make that all work. And I really think that would probably just be it because like... With the what I've been doing right now, like a lot of it's just been dealing with like the synthesizers and noisemakers that I have, and then if there is a way to like just run that out. Oh, and then a computer as well, just to process all the sounds and then cr- turn that into some kind of video or visual nice. aspect. Okay, wow, yeah, you just answered like both questions. I feel like maybe oh. I don't know, may- maybe you didn't. Like, is is there is there something besides what you just said that would really kind of go? into the conversation within that 20 minutes of like... Yes. So a part of that would be kind of quickly describing the setup and what's running into what, and then maybe on the spot kind of improvising 
like the kind of sounds I would make just to say, okay, so I'm going to use these implements to make a put a sound together. We're going to just pull everything together and then we're going to then make some kind of composition. But before we do that, let's see how it all reacts with the visual stuff. So then we kind of prep everything. And then once we get everything together, then we turn that into the performance where we're playing with the sounds to put them all together, but then we're also controlling the visual aspect to then turn that into a kind of composite audio-visual composition. Mm -hmm. Very nice, very nice. Um, fantastic. Okay, and one last question about this. Did I, uh, out? I know this might sound stupid, but like, where would you do this TED Talk? Like, Because I feel like every TED Talk doesn't happen in the same space, right? So if you could do a TED Talk on like any stage, where would you do it at? On any stage... That's a great question. Um, I really, I don't know. Okay, that's that's fine. I mean, I wasn't sure if that would like be a big thing for you or. Well, it would. Have I feel like to some have... people know, like, yeah. oh, I want to do this, like in my hometown, or some people are like, you know, Chicago has a really big spot for this or whatever. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it depends on um, if they would have the capabilities that I would need to run this, like some kind mm. of projector screen that I could run sure. it out. And then in terms of like live sound, being able to run all these sounds into a, like an internal house system or even just running it from the stage. Sure. No, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so let me go through, through my answer. Yes. Uh, to this que same question, just mm -hmm. so it's obviously even. Yeah. Um, so I think I could talk about probably a couple of different topics if it's, you know, for 20 minutes. Mm hmm. I feel like I could talk about uh, certain cooking shows. Yeah. Like, I couldn't... Uh, actually, more, no, more specifically, I feel like I could, I could talk about, like, cooking shows that exist on the internet. Yeah. Versus ones that exist on television, uh, because I think there's a, definitely a major difference between the two and sort of how they target their audience and how they speak to their audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could also talk in depth about sort of like let's plays as sort of a form of art, essentially, um, you know, how they work and how they sort of came about, like, you know, what made them popular, what makes them still popular. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Um, I think, I mean, this is probably kind of like a no brainer. And so like, maybe I probably could just admit it, but podcasting, I think probably also. Yeah. I feel like I could talk in depth about podcasting and like you know how to get started and like where to start and like what to look for and yada 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 certainly right? um but i feel like those are topics that i could talk about for 20 minutes or so yeah um i wouldn't need i think much for for most things um <clears throat> excuse me for the cooking show i think i would obviously i would just need some sort of like presentation screen essentially mm -hmm. and i would probably just have like kind of clips ready to go and show just, like, 30-second clips, maybe, you know, of a couple different shows, uh, just to sort of show, like, different things that I would be discussing, like, different formats and, like, the way that they address people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, for anything like the Let's Plays or the podcast, it would probably be something somewhat similar, but I would probably also want to have a way of, like, having a setup in front of me, kind of like you would, right? Mm -hmm. Of giving an example, like, kind of, like, on the fly. Yeah. Right? So even if I just did something that was, like, a minute long for, like, the let's play edition right like kind of giving an example of like just how difficult it is sort of thing right and like yeah. having a game preloaded and ready to go and so it's just like it cuts over to me someone hands me a controller and then i have to start continue my point talking points yeah. while also focusing on what's happening in the game mm -hmm. um i feel like that would be pretty interesting to then yeah. see like how well i do on either 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because sometimes it works and sometimes it does not, at least yeah. for me. Uh, um, yeah, same here. So, uh, yeah, so I think that's what I could do. And if I could do it anywhere, I feel like I would enjoy doing it in, like, Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of different theaters that are down there that I would enjoy. But I actually really think that it would be cool to do, like, the Warner Theater in D.C. That'd be cool. Uh, just because it's such a nice space. And also, I feel like all of those topics are also, like, kind of not necessarily, like, uh, what's the word for it? Like, fancy enough for that location. So I feel like it would kind of make it funny to me. Yeah. Um, that's like, man, you invited me to do a TED Talk here. Yeah. <laughs> Weird choice, but all right. Um, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that would be what I would do. Yeah. Cool. I would like to thank you for coming to my TED Talk, and I would like to continue oh, to geez. talk TED Talks. But first, why don't we have a message uh, from the marketing department? What do you say? Sounds good. You could do it okay, with your toes. I'm going to try this one no, more time. No, I'm no, 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 no I'm, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it for you. No, 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 no I'm going to do it for you. No, I got this. No, I've got this. No, I've got a silly voice for it. I've got a silly voice for it. All right, all right, fine, fine. Dragon Ball Z was, for many, one of the most prominent benchmarks of anime in the West. Okay, well, here's the only problem, Mr. Anime Man. It's that, that it's bad. Okay, it's slow, it's weird, and it's punctuated by side stories that don't make any sense. So the good folks at Funimation and Toei? Toei? How do you say that? T-O-E-I. Thought, what if Dragon Ball Z was actually a good show? So they gave us the gift of Dragon Ball Z Kai, a recut remaster of the original show that is more fun to watch and eschews roughly 100 hours of squatting and screaming in favor of more plot-relevant face-kicking. It's a good time, and we have a good time watching it, so listen to Zenkai Boost, Zenkai, Zenkai Boost, yes, Zenkai Boost, and let us tell you all about it. Now, question. How, if yeah. you, if you were, if, as you're reading that in your head, are you hearing it as Zenkai Boost or Zenkai Boost? Because B-O-O-S-T is all in capital letters. Like, how would you read that? I guess it would be Zenkai Boost. There you go. That, that feels very animated to me. Yeah, yeah, that works. So, Colin. Yes, Have Alex. you, th- this might be a bit of a personal question, but have you yeah. ever felt unfulfilled after using the, any any kind of facility, unfulfilled. That's yes. the word choice you're going with. Well, it 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 fit. It, it'll 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 relate. All right. Why don't you fill me in? Well, turn your bathroom into the private spa oasis you've always wanted with a tushy bidet. Every spray into your booty hole will transport you to a relaxing spa experience <laughs> in the comfort of your own bathroom. Now, now Colin, Alex, hang, no, Alex, I yes. need to know why a bidet. Well, Colin, I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Wiping your butt with with dry toilet paper is so 19th century. You know, it's time for mm. us to catch up with the rest of the world. You see, it takes just one pint of water to proper to properly wash with tushy. While it takes 437 billion gallons of water, 253,000 tons of bleach, and 15 million trees to make toilet paper annually. That's crazy. Now, Alex, I have one more question. Yes. How easy is this thing to use and install? I mean, I feel like that sounds like a lot of work. Well, you know, it actually installs in just 10 minutes. What? Yes, Toshi fits all standard toilets and some one-piece toilets. No electricity, Hmm. plumbing, or significant other required. Good, I have none of those. (laughs) 
Just unscrew the toilet seat, pop the Toshi on, and connect to water, and you're ready to pop your Toshi onto it. We also suggest the bamboo toilet paper because we know softness and sustainability can coexist. It's 100% safer and 100% more sustainable as switching to bamboo toilet paper exponentially reduces your carbon footprint. Hmm. Okay. Well, what, what, what do I do if I, if I want to take, take advantage of that? Well, let me give you your Scavengers, ne Scavengers Network exclusive. Take 10% okay. off your first order with the code SCAVENGE with an exclamation mm. point. Just redeem at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom experience. Again, that is 10% off with the code SCAVENGE, S-C-A-V-E-N-G-E, in, in all capital letters. No. Yeah, all capital. I don't think the exclamation mark. The exclamation mark was from me, not from the promo code. Okay. And you can redeem that at hellotushy.com to start having a healthier bathroom experience. I had... Oh God, I need to think of a bit with a bidet. It's a bidet bit. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bidet, right? Bidet watch 2018. All right. 20 bidet teen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to wash my hands, and then let's get back out onto the stage. Okay, Alex. Yes. It's time for my follow-up question to your uh, TED talk. Sure. Not to your Todd talk. That's a different talk. My Todd. That's tech. my that's my TED talk all about Todd Howard. Is that the next step below TEDx? Yes. The t the Todd uh, talk. <laughs> the Todd talk is only Todd Howard talking about like Fall Room and Skyrim for like twenty hours straight. Jeez, um, that's a marathon. Yeah, it's like it's like a marathon. Oh yeah, you beat me to it. Okay, so let me ask you this about TED talks, right? Now, yes. ignore anything that already exists in TED Talk history. Mm -hmm. uh, something weird happened. Maybe someone accidentally got a magnet next to the computer over at TED Talk Library or whatever. And every TED Talk has accidentally been erased. Whoops-a-doodle. Now, the thing is, is that they're going to have to start re-recording things and stuff like that. Yes. Who is someone famous... Uh, like, and, by fa and famous can still be a kind of relative term, right? They like, don't have to be, like, worldwide known. Mm -hmm. But who's someone that you would like to see a TED Talk happen from? And, like, what would you want them to talk about? Like, what's something that you would want to learn from one of the greats? Mm, that is a great question. And, it, yeah, because then by picking this person, you, you also need to think about, like, what they would be talking about, you know? Right. And I feel like... In order for this to be most beneficial, it should probably be someone who doesn't do a lot of talking in that regard. So, like, say, one person I could pick is Jeremy Blake of Red Means Recording. We've talked about him in a previous mm -hmm. episode. But, yeah. like, he talks about his process all the time and, like, right. what he does and how he does it. So, like, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him do a TED Talk, but he also talks about his process a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So then maybe someone who doesn't do a lot of talking. So... Colin, you know I've talked about this game a lot. There's a game that I've been infatuated with for a while called Payday 2. Oh, uh, yes. And yes. one thing about the music is that it's interactive. Okay. So over the course of the game, there are different phases, like with the action picking up, the action dying down, kind of a waiting period. And the music mm -hmm. reflects that. So one thing I would like to see is the... The composer for a lot of the game's music, Simon Vicklin, doing a TED Talk on designing interactive music. That and would interactive be really cool. media. Yeah. I would be down for that. Yeah, dude, sign me up. Yeah. Um, okay. How about you? And, 
See, I, I agree with you, right? Like, I feel like something that I would enjoy a lot is having something like, uh, I would love to have like a TED talk with like Travis McElroy, for example, yep. talking a lot about creating fiction and creating characters um, that are like meaningful, especially within an improv, but long form term, right? Mm -hmm. um, because obviously he and his family are very well versed at that. But I also feel like he's the only brother that would actually come out and talk about it. Probably. Um, now, uh, I feel like that it, it would, I feel like I could kind of go a couple of different ways. And I say this because I think that, for example, he is someone who does kind of talk about that. Um, he's just done it at places like New York Comic Con and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe it would be cool to see him take that to a TED Talk format. Mm -hmm. um, but then he would never give that speech again because it would just always live on the internet. Yeah. Um, so let's see. What else could I could I be interested in? I mean, I feel like I could be interested in a lot of things. Um, I would be really interested in hearing um, Brad Leone uh, from uh, Bon Appetit mm -hmm. talk about basically anything because I swear that man is one of the funniest people on this planet, and I could listen to him talk about anything he wanted to. Yeah. Um, I would also uh, really like to listen to uh, the guy. Uh, Andrew Ray, who is behind Binging with Babish. Mm -hmm. um, I realized that I've talked a lot about cooking, but like, as you can tell, I've done a lot of cooking this year and been finding out a lot about what my kitchen experience is and stuff like that. And yeah. so I've really gotten into knowing the secrets of that world. Um, so I would love to hear him talk about things like, because a lot of the stuff that he does is recreating things, whether they give you the instructions or not, mm -hmm. right? You know, him trying to do his best to recreate these uh, literary um uh, foods, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it'd be cool to listen to him talk about you know, his process on that, because he doesn't really talk about how he comes up with those things. Um, I also think it would be cool to hear him sort of talk about coming up with his own recipes, right? Of like, you know, what this has inspired him to do. Yeah. Um, to get away from food and podcasting, though, just because I'm a nerd, um, I think that, like, you know, I would love to hear anyone from one of the big companies that is a prototype for the scavengers network mm -hmm. i would love to hear them sort of talk about uh their journey and you know how they got started like how someone could sort of maybe follow in their footsteps like obviously they're not going to give away all their secrets and they're also not going to have enough time to tell you everything but whether it's bernie burns of rooster teeth or jesse thorne of maximum fun or you know a couple other people right of some other companies that we follow and enjoy i would love to hear them talk about how they got their start um and how sort of what was sort of the thing that they that took them into success mm -hmm. with their companies but also how they continued to monopolize on that because i think a lot of people have become overnight sensations but then fallen off of the face of the planet just yep. as quickly so there's something to be said about uh sustainability mm -hmm. Um, and I would really love to hear from uh, those creators um, because they're a little bit more of the behind the scenes, even though both of them are still creative forces. Yeah. A lot of what they do is not seen. Mm -hmm. So I would love to sort of see some of that unseen. That'd be cool. Um, so I think, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I think that's a pretty good spot to leave our TED Talks. Sure. Um, I would like to thank you for coming to mine. I would like to thank you for coming to mine. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Uh, and with that, yeah. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a pretty good spot to leave it at. All right. Well, please be sure to check out our other shows here on the Scavengers Network, such as Myth Ticks, our great podcast show that brings in all of the members of the Scavengers Network into an actual play podcast, telling a story mm -hmm. about 
Well, most recently it was about um, kind of a Halloween nightmare. Yeah, we did just do a Halloween special episode with you, yes. me, and uh, Graham, yes. a former guest of this show as well. Yes. Um, there's a new episode of that coming out two days after this episode, uh, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, you can find that podcast or any of the other podcasts on our network, um, such as Spooky Spouses, Historical Hotties, yeah. uh, Intentional Sounding, brand new people to the to the network, Amateur Detective Club, you know, any of those shows, you can find them uh, wherever you find your fine podcasts. It's, uh, speaking of um, Academy Outcast, did we yes. ever mention that one of uh, their members is making a movie right now? Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on this show or not, yeah. but uh, yeah, Thomas Jernigan is making a short film out in Arizona. That's where they're both from. Yeah. Um, so that is called Lament. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to be airing, but I did see today that he visited uh, the live recording of the soundtrack. So yeah, I'll have to ask him when, it, when that comes out. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter, though, you can find me at Colin, C-O-L-I-N-M. P-A-R-K-E-R. You can also find me on Twitter at FrenchATMusic. You can also find me on Twitch at FrenchAlexander. And you can find both of us on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Listen, if you're listening to this episode on the day that it drops, today is November 6th. That means it's election day. Please, please, please go out and vote. So uh, I'm sure that both Alex and I will let you know that we've voted. Um, so please make sure that your voice is heard. Vote in your local elections. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, this episode drops on November 6th, and our next episode drops on November 20th. That's just two short days before Thanksgiving. What? Wow. That's crazy. It is. Why? Anyway, we'll see you on Turkey Week. Ooh. Um, so thank you so much for joining us here on Journey Under 30. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we'll see you on the Forbes listings. Have a great 20... 20- Rain teen. No, that didn't work. Never mind. No. No. <laughs> <laughs>